The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle, from the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback. There's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places. What's going on, everybody? It is Monday, July 25th, and you're listening to the College Football Daily here on 24-7 Sports. I'm Nick Costco, your host today, and I'm pleased to be joined by a very special guest, Coastal Carolina head coach Jamie Chadwell. Coach, first of all, thank you for joining me on today's program. It's a pleasure to talk to you. And Coastal Carolina, a lot of buzz about your program, especially over the last couple of seasons, 22-3 and over the last two years. I got to say, you guys have built quite a powerhouse over there. And, you know, I feel like you guys don't get talked about enough. What do you say to that? Well, Nick, first of all, I appreciate you having me on. Uh, you know what? I sort of like it, to be honest with you. We, we've taken the the, the mindset that, uh, uh, you know, we've always got a chip on our shoulder, always something to prove. Uh, and we came out from nowhere. Uh, and uh, you mentioned the success the last couple of years. And uh, I like I like for people to whether it's doubting us or, or maybe not believe in us. I like I like have been in that position. I think that sort of uh, is what our program is about is trying to, you know, trying to uh, prove others uh, wrong a little bit, and, and uh, we've uh, had success doing that, so why change it? No doubt. So it's interesting that fact that you guys have had so much success, and obviously you personally as a head coach have had so much success. Generally when that happens, guys like you, they get calls from Power 5 conferences. You recently signed a contract extension. I was very fascinated by that because you wanted to stay at Coastal Carolina and continue to build this program what was going through your mind when you said, you know what, I'm going to stay here instead rather than look for opportunities elsewhere? Well, one, uh, very few opportunities do you get where you have a chance uh, to be part of a ground floor of an FBS program. And when I got here in 2017, we were part of the ground floor of trying to build you know, an FBS program and, and leave a legacy that uh, and build a tradition uh, at FBS. And, and that excites me. And that's something that uh, – uh, you know, we sold a vision to the recruits that we were recruiting that when we weren't very good and, and didn't have much going on, nobody knew who Coastal was. That's what it was about. And uh, that still drives me today to, that we're building something that's special that'll be that'll be our foundation that can, that'll carry on this program for a long time. And then, and then too, I mean, Myrtle Beach is a great place. Our administration uh, cares about football. We're in, we're in the Sun Belt, which is an excellent football conference. And, uh, uh you know, and I've been in the state of South Carolina a long time and uh, excited about where we're, where we're at, and where we're going here. And it's uh, uh, you got good people. You got good uh, um, support staff. And um, as I said, there's nothing wrong with being in Conway, Myrtle Beach either. Yeah, I was going to say Myrtle Beach is quite the place to be and also to play college football. And before we get into the Sunbelt Conference a little bit, you mentioned building a tradition at Coastal Carolina. You know, what were the steps you initially took to build this type of tradition? Because you see other schools that have 
long histories of football tradition. Coastal Carolina is still relatively new in that department. What steps have you taken recently? Yeah, so I mean, we started in 2003, and, and our previous uh, players, uh, you know, alumni, coaches, they did a fantastic job in helping us, you know, get as close as we could to the pinnacle of FCS football. You know, a bunch of championships, a bunch of playoff appearances, uh, you know, number one in the country for a little while. So we had a lot of success there, but it was over a short amount of time. And as soon as we made that move to FBS, it was a hard jump. And really just getting young people to understand uh, where we want to go and how we're going to do it without seeing the immediate results. Everybody wants to see immediate. Uh, you know, and the main thing was is laying out, laying out the vision of what we could be about uh, and how we were going to do it and the why behind what you do. I, I think, I think young people want to know why, why are you doing something? And, uh, for us, it was it was the love of brother and and being selfless and doing something for your teammate. You want his success more than you want your own, and and that's how we really started it. Is we were trying to build it, and then you get people to buy into that concept, and then you can start doing special things. And people start wondering how. Well, you you know you're only you're only six years into your FBS, and and uh, you know we're able to do that because of guys bought into something that was bigger than themselves. So speaking of something that's bigger than themselves, and it has to do with actually the conference realignment talk that's been going on throughout the entire offseason, it seems like, in college football. Now, you guys are in the Sun Belt Conference. Now, what is your basic take? I want to get it on conference realignment in general first. And then, two, how do you guys manage that, knowing that, again, you're still a young FBS program, but who knows, the future of college football could be the power two or these super mega conferences. I mean, what's your general take on the, on that aspect of where the sport is going? Well, I guess it's, you know, it's inevitable because we obviously know money drives it, you know, and, and the opportunity to uh, have as much money as you can and bring it in. And, you know, and that's what's driving college football, you know, traditions and rivalries are going by the wayside because of that, which, which, uh, uh, you know, you, you, you disappointed in because the, those that love college football, you grew up on those things. Right. But, we're in this, we're in a new day and this is how it is. And, um, and so I think that's the direction that's going to go. It's going to continue to go. We'll see if there's any more realignment. I, I, my gut tells me there's going to be a little bit more before we're all said and done. Uh, but one thing that, uh, you know, we're appreciative here being in the Sun Belt is when we had our realignment last year, we got four like-minded institutions that fit in our, our footprint. You know, we're all of us are in contiguous States. Uh, a lot of great football traditions uh, here in the Sun Belt. Great coaches. We've put out a lot of great players. And, you know, over the last, uh, you know, few years, our, our Sun Belt has really grown. We're, we arguably think we're, uh, you know, the best G5 or non-autonomy uh, conference in the country. And I think that you can look at our, our, our teams and our record, our bowl success, our top 25 rankings that we've had and, and make a good argument. So, uh, I think in realignment, I think the Sun Belt did a fantastic job. I, I think we brought together and have made a really strong conference. It's interesting you mentioned that because you, out of the group of five conferences, a lot of people want to talk about the American Athletic Conference, obviously with Cincinnati's success last year going to the playoffs. So I, I, I wanted to ask you, as you mentioned, you guys have like-minded individuals based off this latest realignment for the Sun Belt Conference. So what do you envision the future growth of this Sun Belt Conference is? Well, I, you know, I would say that we'll have a lot of people that want to be a part of the Sun Belt going forward. You know, whether we whether whether we want to uh, increase uh, our conference members uh, or not, that's obviously above my pay grade, right? But uh, I think because of the type of institutions we have, our location, uh, the sports in general, we have a lot of success in a lot of areas. I think there might be other institutions that want to be a part of that because I think we're stable. 
Uh, and uh, but we'll see. Uh, obviously, that's a that's a, something that everybody it's fun to talk about, uh, but nobody knows what that crystal ball looks like. So we're going to get into your guys on the field in just a second. Before that, we'll take a quick break. You're listening to the College Football Daily. If you want to win your fantasy football league, it starts right now. The offseason is the best time to get ahead of the competition. We'll help you win your league on the Fantasy Football Today podcast, part of CBS Sports Podcast Network. Fantasy Football Today has three episodes every week following the latest news, giving you early rankings, early sleepers, breakouts, and busts. So if you're a dedicated fantasy football manager, check out the most dedicated podcast, Fantasy Football Today. Download and follow on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and anywhere podcasts are found. Spring training is in full swing, and fantasy baseball draft season is upon us. That means you need to join us on Fantasy Baseball Today in 5, part of the CBS Sports Podcast Network. Join Scott White, Chris Towers, and me, Frank Stample, every Monday through Saturday for six pods per week throughout the month of March. We'll break down the latest news, spring training updates, players to target, and much more in just five minutes. Make sure to download and follow on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, the Odyssey app, and everywhere else podcasts are found. So, Coach, I wanted to ask you about your guys on the field in 2022 for Coastal Carolina football. The schedule, you guys open up with Army. I actually recently talked to head coach Jeff Munkin over there uh, for the Army Black Knights. And, you know, I respect Army a lot. I'm sure everybody does all those military institutions. It's a quality football program. So, looking at your schedule this year in 2022, you start out with those guys before you get into other non-conference games. And then, of course, the Sun Belt Conference games. How does the schedule lay out for you? What do you think of your slate, particularly opening up with Army and Jeff Munkin? Yeah, I think, you know, since uh, the time that I've been here, I, I do think this is our toughest uh, schedule we've had since being at FBS. Uh, with you include the new Sunbelt members, we're playing all four of them. Uh, and then with our non-conference, you mentioned Army. Army's obviously a, a, a tremendous program. And Coach has done a fantastic job there. Uh, and, and become, you know, they've won multiple bowl games, uh, been the commander-in-chief uh, winners uh, multiple years since he's been there. They're tough. Uh, they they're really uh, coached well. I think that's a that's an exciting game. That's going to let us see where we're at. I think right you know right away we we've lost a lot of experience in our in our uh, off of our team, and we're going to have some young guys and be able to play a team of that of that caliber. Have it at home starting off uh, is it exciting for us and to sort of see where we're at. But uh, they're very challenging. But you got another a Buffalo team uh, that's also a MAC non conference that supposedly you know if you look at the the rankings had like the the best recruiting class in, in uh, G5. So, you know, uh, that's going to be a tough challenge. And then with our Sunbelt games, UVA, Gardner-Webb, FCS, uh, it's very, it's a very good conference uh, or a very good schedule. It's going to challenge us in a lot of ways. Fortunately for us, we do have seven home games, so we are excited about that. So there's one guy who really loves playing at home, and I want to talk about him because he gets a lot of respect. He's been getting a lot of attention over the past couple of years. That's your quarterback, Grayson McCall. He is a unbelievable thrower of the football. I and mean, what's your biggest takeaway from him and how he's been able to grow within this program, considering, you know, you, everyone talks about the Heisman contenders, and yet he's a little bit further down here, but he's, he's gained some respect at least. And what's been his progression over the past couple of years in this program? Yeah, he, he, he's tremendous. Came on, you know, came on the scene in 20 and, and two-star recruit. Nobody knew about him. Uh, and then all he's done is, you know, is win. I think he's 20-2 and two as a starter. I think he's on six interceptions, 54 touchdowns over two years. And so from a statistic standpoint, from a winning standpoint, uh, you know, he, he, he deserves to be talked in, in from a Heisman standpoint because of what he's been able to do on the field. Uh, the best thing that he has done, you know, here is he's brought people with him. You know, I think that's a, that's a, 
sign of a of, of a great teammate is somebody that has had success on their own, but they they're willing to bring their teammates with him, and he's done that on and off the field. And I think that's what people probably don't see a lot of is the way that he's able to raise the game of everybody else around you know around our program, and he's been tremendous. Uh, and we're obviously thankful that we have him, and and he's continued to get better every year, and and we're anticipating uh, you know his third year here starting being the best year that he's had. One more on him, Coach. I mean, I feel like he is one of your biggest ambassadors for Coastal Carolina football. I mean, is that is that true? I mean, or, or am I making that up? Well, he's obviously the most well-known, uh, you know, for because success he has, but he loves Coastal, you know, and he's very appreciative of, I think, the opportunity that was given to him. You know, he wasn't, as I said, highly recruited, uh, but he but he believed in himself and he had a vision for what he could become. And, and coming here, he's been able to reach that and probably not even reach it, probably knock it through the roof and been able to – put himself on a map where he's got an opportunity to continue playing this game at a high level, but obviously helped our program take, uh, take steps that uh, maybe other people didn't think we could, you know, and, and so he's a great ambassador for what we're trying to do and who we're trying to be. And uh, as again, he, he loves the place. And I think that speaks volumes of him. So switching over to the defensive side of the ball, I saw you guys have to replace nine starters from last year's squad. I mean, how, how do you recalibrate the defense, so to speak, to get back on last year's level and to make sure that side of the ball is as competitive as the offense when you're led by when you're led by a star like Grayson McCall. Yeah, Nick, that's the big big challenge that we're you know facing when you lose that much experience from uh, from a defense that's been really good. It's challenging, but I am I do think that we're going to have an opportunity this year to to be a good defense. We might not have the uh, the names that we've had before, but I think we're going to have a lot of people that are hungry to play. And I think you're going to see us play a lot of different uh, people on defense. We, we're going to rotate uh, more than we've, we've been able to do the last couple of years because I do think we have some good depth. It's young. It's inexperienced. Uh, but there's a hunger, you know, through this summer there, there's a hunger for those guys to uh, – they know that uh, they've lost a lot of starters and, and people are doubting whether they're going to be good or not. But uh, we're anticipating this could this potentially, at least statistically, maybe not individually, but at least statistically, could be potentially the best defense we've had in, you know, in a while. So – uh, those guys are working and they've got a chip on their shoulder to prove themselves. So overall coach, and one more for you here out of all the G five teams, you guys are near the top of that list. Yeah. If, if you're talking about all the teams within that, within those group of five conferences, you only, you guys only shared that conference title a couple of years ago. Then last year fell short of a conference title. What makes you think that 2022 is the year to own this conference by yourselves come years end, and then whatever bowl game you guys might play in, what makes 2022 the year for Coastal Carolina football? Well, I would say that uh, with the guys having the chance to prove themselves, you know, what was done in the past, none of these people, none of our players have done that, you know, and it's their time to prove to prove what they're worth. And, and I think there's a hunger. I think there's a desire there that most people expect us to drop off. Uh, and and I think within this, within this uh, organization, with this program, there's a standard of how we do things. Uh, and that standard doesn't drop. And, and so I believe with the with the right people in place, obviously having key people back uh, and the hunger that these young guys have, I think we have a chance to have a have a special year. No doubt. Head coach Jamie Chadwell. Coach, I really appreciate the time as always. Good luck this season. I really am looking forward to watching Coastal Carolina football this year because you guys are very entertaining, very flashy, and also maybe a little hard notes too, which I like as well. I appreciate you. Thank you very much. Our head coach, Jamie Chadwell, joining me on the College Football Daily. Really excited to watch them this season, this fall, be one of the best teams in the group of five. 
Make sure to like, share, and subscribe our YouTube channel and this video on YouTube, of course. Be sure to like, download, and subscribe to our podcast, wherever you might get your podcast as well here on 24-7 Sports. I am Nick Costco saying so long. Once again, you have been watching and listening to the College Football Daily. Plus original docuseries returns. The last time I saw Max, he looked at us laughing, and then everything changed in a blink of an eye. My feeling as a detective is that he was murdered. Yahoo Entertainment calls it a spine-chilling docuseries, showcasing real-life tragedies. What if it was your child who went missing? We need to know the truth. Never seen again. Now streaming on Paramount Plus.